Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here, along with Michael Sweet. Today is February 13th, Valentine's Day. Much love to you all. And, uh, uh, but, of course, it's also the anniversary of Dresden. Oh, <laughs> boy, talk about a Holocaust. Dresden, uh, February 13th and 14th. Uh, what year was it? 1945, something like that, Michael? Uh, uh, an episode of history that is utterly ignored by mainstream media, and uh, you know, we have to listen to gobs and gobs of propaganda about the Jewish Holocaust, so supposed Jewish Holocaust in Europe, but never a word about the actual firebombing of the city of Dresden on on this day way back when, at the end of the world. A totally unnecessary firebombing because Germany had already lost the war. And it was just, this is a vengeful bombing against the German people by the Jews that controlled the British Empire at the time. Okay, yeah, uh, we're not going to do Sargon the Magnificent today because I'm not at home and I don't have a copy of uh, that book with me. But we'll do a, a related subject. Uh, I put the link in the chat room here. Uh, Willie Martin addressing the origins of false doctrines. And uh, we're going to be talking about the Edomites that... Uh, Okay, yeah, Jeffrey says uh, sound quality is bad. That's because uh, I'm uh, operating from a laptop. My other laptop uh, died, and I, I'm, uh, I was unable to fully process the sound setting. I hope you, it's, it's clear. Okay, and maybe I'll try that. Uh, I'll raise it up. <laughs> uh, I'll see if I can do that. Because, uh, yeah, it's a, a bit scratchy, I understand. So we'll do the best we can. Uh, hopefully Michael's sound is better. And I had to buy a new headset as well. Maybe it's the headset itself. All right. So anyway, it's a it's a Walgreens headset. So that's the only thing I could get. So anyway, so let's proceed, Michael. So we're going to start with uh, uh, not page eighteen of this document. Willie Martin addressing the origins of false doctrines. Over to you. Hello, everybody. Yes, and I hopefully is my sound. Uh, better so please you can also get some responses in the chat room if something that needs to be adjusted yeah uh, i'll see if i can do that but uh, please uh, go ahead okay so willie martin on edomites yes so this is from the um, the booklet willie martin addressing the audience of the false doctrines and now we are at or at page 18 in the pdfs and that's with the heading on the middle of the page called and the Edomites. So let's get started. So, um, Edomites, descendants of Edom or Esau, an ancient people who were enemies of the Israelites. Well, what a change, they are still enemies of us. During the days of Abraham, the region which later became the home of the Edomites was occupied by more than one tribe of non Israelite people. When Esau moved to this region with his family and uh, possessions, the Horites already lived in the land. And this is then, so we have Genesis 36, 20 is the reference for that. And Edom and Israel after Kadesh um, Barnea, after the year of wilderness wandering, Moses wanted to to lead Israel northward to Canaan, uh, across Edom into Moab. Uh, the king of Edom, however, refused them passage 
And this is a reference from num from a bracket numbers 20, 14 until 21 and bracket, uh, forcing them to bypass Edom and Moab through the desert to the east. And here a bracket for Judges 11, 17 until 18. Later in the journey northward to Abel and Anasia grow in the plains of Moab across from Jericho. And this is um, Numbers 33, 48 until 49. Balaam prophesied that Israel would one day possess Edom. And this is Numbers 24, 18. Okay, and that's Abel Akachia Grove in the plains of Moab. Back to you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, from the conquest until the division, in dividing the land of Canaan after the conquest, Joshua established Judah's, um, Judah's border to the west of the Dead Sea and to the border of Edom. This is uh, Joshua 15, 1 and 21. During the reign of Saul, Israel fought against Edom. And this is from 1 Samuel 14, 47. Um, but Edomites at times served in Saul's army, um, and that's First uh, Samuel twenty-one, seven, uh, twenty, and twenty-two, uh, verse nine. David conquered Edom along with a number of other adjacent countries and stationed troops in the land. Um, this is Second Samuel eight thirteen until fourteen. In later years, Solomon promote, uh, promoted the building of a port on the northern coast of the Red Sea in Edomite territory. He also built a, a smeltery nearby as a significant part of the, his developing copper industry. And this is from 1 Kings 9, 26 until 29. And this that Edomite serves in our armies, we have been into that before, for example... Yeah. The German army during the first and also second world war uh, they had Jewish Jewish uh, people in their armies yes there was even Jewish generals in the German army most people don't know that yeah so uh, Hitler was not exterminating exterminating those Jews <laughs> right <laughs> nor was he exterminating any Jews back to you no he, he didn't so mm -hmm. that's um, that's uh, myth um, Edomite myth. Yeah, because uh, Hitler got uh, aware of their tactics with the banking system and kicked them out. So, of course, then you have to make him look like horrible. Right. Like a big shit for them. So, after the division, during the time of the um, um, divided kingdom, a number of hostile encounters occurred between the nations of Judah or Israel and Edom. During Jehoshaphat's reign, Edomites raided Judah, but were turned back. And this is from Second Chronicles 20, 1 and 8. An attempt to reopen the port of um, Esion-Geber failed. And that is from 1 Kings 22, 48. And the Edomites joined forces with those of Judah in um, Jehoshaphat, uh, 
move to put down the rebellion of uh, Mesha of Moab. And this is then 2 Kings 3, 4 until 5. During the reign of Joram, Edom freed herself of Judah's control. And this is then 2 Kings 8, 20 until 22. But again, came under Judah's control when um, Amasia assaulted and captured Sela, their capital city. Edom became a vassal state of Assyria, beginning about 736 BC. Edom, the place of Nabataeans, after the downfall of Judah in 586 BC, Edom rejoiced. And this is then a reference from Psalms 137.7. Edomites settled in southern Judah as far north as um, Hebron. Nabataeans uh, occupied old Edom beginning in the 3rd century BC, continuing their civilizations well into 1st century AD during the period from about 400 to 100 BC. Judas Maccabees subdued the Edomites and John Hyrcanus forced them to be circumcised and then made them a part of the Jewish people. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's incorrectly stated, yeah. Yeah, because he's equating the Israelites or Judahites with Jews here, and that's false. They became, uh, how should I, citizens of Judea, not Israelites, or not Judahites. Yeah, back to you. Yeah, it could be like to saying modern-day Americans or Swedish, unfortunately, they are they are just part of that nation, but they are not American per se or Swedes per se. They right. are living in those borders. Period, yeah. They're just residents within the country. They, uh, they did not change their race when they became residents. Back to you. Yes, and that is the this very important to look up the word, the yeah. words. Yeah. In, and in the Bible, you will find, if you look up the word Jew, in the Bi- New Testament, you will find the word to be Idumeans. Yeah, I'm surprised that Willie Martin made such a mistake. He should know better, but it may have just slipped slipped his mind that <laughs> they were not made a part of the uh, Judahite people they were made uh, residents of Judea period that's the only uh, just because they live among us doesn't mean they are us <laughs> okay yes um, so and here it comes we discussed this a bit before the Herod family of New Testament times was of Edomite stock. Okay, and I just saw a video by a rabbi who admits that Herod was an Edomite. But then he goes on to say because Herod married Mariamne, who was a pure-blooded Judahite, that he therefore is the legitimate ruler over Judah. Of course, we know that's an absolutely false statement. Back to you. Yes, it is, but I guess their lineage go through the women. That's why they say... There you go! (laughs) Okay. Um, Since no written Edomite records have been found, knowledge of the Edomites come mainly from the Bible, archaeological excavations of their ancient cities, and references 
to Edomite Egyptian, Assyrian, and Babylonian sources. And this is a bracket from Nelson's Illustrated Bible Dictionary. And this is from, uh, yeah, Thomas Nelson, publisher. Do you know why is that, Eli? Do they want to hide their track? Is that why you cannot find so much about them? Uh, I think yeah, they were employed as scribes by Israelite kings, okay? Uh, they, they probably, if they had their own writings, they might not have been on, um, you know, permanent stock, you know, such as papyrus. So uh, whatever writings they had, uh, just there hasn't been any found by the Canaanites. But uh, I think uh, since this was written, there may have been some, you know, some writings of the Edomites found. Okay, back to you. Okay, so let's continue then. Edomites, bracket, Edo myths and the racket. The descendants of Esau, who settled in the uh, S south of Palestine, I guess. Yes. And at the later period came into conflict with the Israelites. And the bracket, Deuteronomy 23, 7, frequently called Merle Edom. And this is a bracket, Numbers 20, 14 until 21, and also 24, Number 18, and Joshua 15, 1, and 2 Samuel 8, 14, and bracket, and etc. Country uh, Edom, uh, a bracket, Idumea, and, and KGV, and bracket, was situated at the southeast border of Palestine, and the bracket Judges 11 17 and Numbers 34 3 and bracket. And wasn't it from Idumea that the one that um, the, the one that uh, killed uh, that gave away our Messiah Yeshua? He was come from Idumea. That's right, yeah. yeah he was an Idumean from uh, Kerioth, Judas of Kerioth, yeah, that's a town at the border of uh, Idumea. Yes, so he, it was not an Israelite that did give him away, that was an Edomite that, so, that murdered him, that gave him away to the, yeah, to the rabbis of that time. Amen. And, and was properly called the land or mountain of Seir. And here is a lot of, and then a bracket, Genesis 36, 8, 32, 3, and Joshua 24, 4, Ezekiel 35, 3, 7 and 15 and yeah, bracket. It, yeah, it's amazing how much documentation there is of the Edomites in scripture, but there's no mention of these people by the Judeo-Christian ministry at all. They totally ignore the subject. And yeah, there are a lot of references to them. And mm -hmm. as you said, they are never mentioned. Never. Yeah. Now they only say that the Israelites are the one that sits in this uh, bastard stage called Itzalai. Right. Uh, but they are not. They are the the they are our adversary. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, because they're the descendants of Cain. <laughs> right. Yes, and mm -hmm. that little nation that went, makes so much problem for us. That's right. The country lay along the route. And pursued by the Israelites from Sinai uh, to Kadesh, Barnea, and thence back again to Elath. And this is from an bracket, Deuteronomy 1, 
one, two, and two, one until eight. End bracket. I along the east side of the east side of the Great Valley of um, Araba, um, Ara Arab. I think yeah. it's Arab. Yeah, Ara Araba. Yeah. On the north of Edom lay the territory of Moab. Uh, the boundary appearing to have been the um, and, um, uh, brook of uh, Sered. And the bracket, Deuteronomy 2, 13 until 14 and 18. And bracket. The physical geogra geographic of Edom is somewhat peculiar. Along the western base of the mountain range are low. Um, Calcareous hills. Yeah, calcareous, whatever that means. Some kind calcareous. of rock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, these are succeeded by lofty masses of ingenious rock. Um, Shifri uh, por, um, por, uh, Porphyry. 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 Yeah. Oh, which lies red and um, variegated sandstone in 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 irregular ridges and abrupt cliffs with deep ravines between um, yeah sounds like they're there today high rises in New York <laughs> right. yeah well uh, the movie uh, one of the uh, movies that uh, were placed there by the uh, uh, Harrison Ford played the uh, the guy doing the archaeology and they shot a lot of scenes in the this valley where there are carved uh, you know, monuments in the rock, you know, a very fascinating place. So th this stuff still exists today, okay? So again, the Bible is true history, and all of its critics are liars, because everything mentioned by, uh, by, uh, by uh, what's his name now, <laughs> Wayne Martin, uh, is actual history. And uh, archaeology has proven all these sites really exist, and that all these events really occurred. Back to you. Yes. Amen. Okay. The late strata give the mountains their most striking features and remarkable colors. The average elevations of the summit is about 2,000 feet above the sea. Along the eastern side runs an almost unbroken limestone ridge. A thousand feet or more higher than the other. This ridge sinks down with an easy slope into the uh, Plautea of Arabian desert. Although Edom is thus wild, rugged and almost inaccessible, the deep glens and flat um, terraces along the mountains, mountain um, sides are covered with rich soil from which trees, uh, shrubs, and flower, flowers now spring up look, uh, lux, luxuriantly. Luxuriantly. So this is, a, this is an area where uh, goats, <laughs> goats thrive in terrain like this. They might have had a few cattle, but it's mainly goats and uh, such type of creatures that, that live in mountainous regions. Back to you. Yeah, as, as themselves will be when uh, Yeshua comes back and divides it up. Right. Yeah, we will separate the goats from the sheep. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, people, 
the Edomite were the descendants of Esau or Edom, who expelled the original inhabitants, the Horites. Um, and that is from Deuteronomy 2.12. And Horites, Eli, who are those people? Were they pre-Adamite? What kind of race were them? I think the word Horite simply means cave dwellers, something like that. So uh, it may not be a specific race, but it was a, a specific tribe of Canaanites, yeah. Okay, they were also Canaanites. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A statement made in Genesis 36-31 serves to fix the period of the dynasty of the eight kings. They, and uh, quote, reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the sons of Israel, and quote, i.e., before the time of Moses, who may be regarded as the first virtual um, king of Israel. And then a bracket, uh, see of Deuteronomy 33, 4 until 5. And then we have Exodus 18 and 16 until 19. It will also appear that these kings were elected. Um, the chief um, dukes um, of the Edomites are named in uh, a bracket. Genesis 36, 40, 43. And we are probably pre uh, petty chiefs or um, sheikhs of their several clans. Okay, yeah, so the word duke comes from uh, these personalities of Edom. That's where, that's where the term duke comes from. Back to you. Yeah, and they have no king. They have dukes. That was what they uh, could have, but no kings. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, uh, Esau was their uh, patronymic, yeah, the, the person who gave them their name, his name, okay? But apparently he was not considered their king. But all of the dukes that he, uh, came out from his loins were their leaders. Back to you. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. They only, he only gave them their name, but they didn't regard him as a king or something like that. Yeah. Mm, so, history... Esau's bitter hatred toward his brother Jacob um, for fraudulently obtaining his blessings appears to have been inherited by his posterity. And that is not true, that Jacob took it fraudulently. Right. Yeah, again, I'm surprised that Willie Martin uh, doesn't know that. Okay. Yeah, because that was, I guess, also was um, Jacob's uh, mother that that told him that he should then put on on those clothes right. also. So Jacob was not the one did it, and right. and Esau did forsake it, but he gave it away when he gave this soap, this red lime soap. Well, Jacob sold it to Esau. <laughs> it was fair deal. Okay, sell me this day, this uh, your birthright, and Esau agreed. You know. Uh, let me, ha I'll sell you my birthright for this mess of pottage. Yeah, so yeah. that was not fraudulent. No, no. And he despised his birthright. Esau despised his birthright. That's what the Bible says. Yeah. You can't so, blame that on Jacob. No. That he did, did run away with a lot of uh, non-Israelite women. That's right. Uh, the Edomites, um, peremptorily, per refused to permit this right to pass through their land. And this is from, quote, Numbers 20, 18 until 21, end bracket. 
for a period of 400 years, we hear no more of the Edomites. They were then attacked and defeated by Saul. And this is from uh, a bracket, 1 Samuel 14:47. end bracket. Some 40 years later, David overthrew their army in the, quote, Valley of Salt, end quote. And his general, Joab, following up the victory, destroyed nearly the whole male population. And this is then a bracket from 1 Kings 11, 15 until 16. And bracket. And placed Jewish garrison in all the strongholds of Edom. Okay, now I'm not sure how he's using the word Jewish here, but I think he meant Judahite garrisons. Okay. Yeah. Because the Edomites are the Jews. <laughs> okay. All right, back to you. Yeah, and this is then from a bracket, sec and then a bracket, Second Samuel 8. 13 until 14 and as you say I agree it must be in a Judahite garrison not Jewish right he miss he mixing up the words here yeah um, Hadad a member of the royal family of Edom made his escape with a few followers to Egypt where he was kindly received by Pharaoh after the death of David he returned and tried to excite his countrymen to rebellion against Israel. But failing in the attempt, he went on to Syria, where he became one of Solomon's greatest enemies. Mm. And this is from 1 Kings 11, 14-22, and bracket. Uh, in the reign of Jehoshaphat, um, and this is uh, from 875 BC, the Edomites attempted to invade Israel in conjunction with Ammon and Moab, but were miraculously destroyed in the valley of um, Berach, and that has to be something done by Yahweh, I feel. Oh, oh for sure. <laughs> if it's yeah. miraculously, then it was Yahweh's doing. Mm -hmm. and, and this was a bracket from Second Chronicles 20, 22, and 26, and bracket. A few years later, they revolted against um, Jehoram, elected a king, and for half a century retained their independence. A bracket, Second Chronicles 21:8. End bracket. Um, they were then attacked by Amaziah uh, and Selah. Their great stronghold was captured, and this is Second Kings. 4, 7, and 2 Chronicles 25, 11 to 12. Yet, the Israelites were never again able to completely subdue them. And this is 2 Chronicles 28, 17. They always managed to hang around. <laughs> Parasites that they are. Yeah. And was, I guess, uh, yeah, David, he was the king that did wage most of the war against them. Right. And Saul had the chance to exterminate them, but he didn't. And that was why he lost the kingship. That's correct. Yeah, he even hired Doeg, an Edomite, to assassinate uh, certain Israelites that he didn't like, that Saul didn't like. That was a major, major, uh, you know, uh, treason against his own people by Saul. Yeah, talk about power hungry. Yeah, right? Okay, so now we come to when Nebuchadnezzar besieged Jerusalem, the Edomites joined him and took an active part in the plunder of the city and slaughter of the Israelites. 
their cruelty at that time seems to be specially referred to in in Psalms 137. Okay, you could say the same thing about the French Revolution. Okay, that was organized by the Edomite Jews of Europe, the Rothschilds and the Freemasons and the Illuminati. And we have the same also, I guess, also with the, um, in Spain when they open up the gate to the, to the attack invading Arabs. Muslims. Amen. Yes. This is their tactic. You can never trust them. Never, ever trust yeah. them. Yeah. The, the more you befriend them, the more they will stab you. <laughs> the sooner they will stab you. Right. Put it that way. Yeah. So keep away. Yep. Okay, it was on account of these acts of cruelty committed against the Israelites in the day of their calamity that the Edomites were so fearfully denounced by the later prophets. And this is from then bracket Isaiah 34, 5 until 8, 63, 1 until 4, and then we have Jeremiah 49, 17. Lamentations 4.21 and Ezekiel 25.13-14, uh, Amos 1.11-12, and then of course also Obadiah 1-10-15 and 15, and bracket. Right. So you can see, I mean, Little Martin is documenting very thoroughly the the activities of the Edomites as given to us in the Old Testament. Why don't the churches take the Edomites seriously? Why do they completely ignore them? That's because they don't want us to know that they're the modern Jews of today. Back to you. And the modern day Jews are paying those churches for not <laughs> That's saying. Exactly. That's why they don't have control over us. Because we are not bought by money. Amen. We are doing the work of Yahweh. He tells us to do this. Um, on the conquest of Judah, the Edomites, probably in reward for their services during the war, were permitted to settle in southern Palestine and the whole um, plateau, plateau. plateau between it and Egypt. But at about the same time, they were driven out of Edom, proper by the Nabataeans. Um, for more than four centuries, they continued to prosper. But during the warlike rules of the Maccabees, they were again completely subdued and even forced to conform to, to Judaite Judaite law. Yeah, the Jewish, and Judaite and submit yeah. to the government of the Judaite. Perfects. Prefects, absolutely. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, he missed him. He, he mixed the word Jewish together. I don't know how he can done it because I thought William Martin did not. Yeah, because he was a two seed writer. He should have known better. Yeah, back to you. Okay, let's continue. The Edomites were then incorporated into the to the Judahite nation. Judahite, yes. Yeah. Um, and the whole province was often. Uh, termed by Greek and Roman writers, um, and Edom, Edomiah. And that's closely a reference to the Edomites living to the south of Judah, south and west of Judah, between Judah and Egypt. 
Just det. I do memes. Yeah. Um, immediately before the siege of Jerusalem by Titus, um, 20,000 I do memes were admitted to the holy city, um, which they filled and with robbery and bloodshed. Oh. They take their, their revenge. Yeah. Vengeance. Is, yeah, is all that they're about. They're only about vengeance. But yeah. there, there are too many Israelites to exterminate us all. <laughs> right? But then, of course, today, COVID is just another attempt by the Edomites to exterminate us. That's what it is. Back to you. Yeah, it's so phony. Mm hmm. Uh, from this time, the Edomites, as a separate people, disappeared from the pages of history. Scriptural indications that they were uh, idolaters. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. And um, this is from Second Chronicles 25, 14, until 15, and 20. Our ample confirm confirmant and illuminated by discoveries at uh, Petra. Pe Petra, that's the place Petra. I was trying to think of. Yeah. Okay. For a discussion uh, of the degrading practice of Edomite religion, see George L. Robinson, The Sarcophagus of an Ancient Civilization. And that's a bracket. Uh, um, bibliographic D.N. Uh, Friedman and E.F. Campbell. Okay. Yeah, it is. You can skip all those references. But yes, the sarcophagus of an ancient civilization, which means like the grave, the grave of an ancient, which I'm sure he's talking about the Edomites. Okay, uh, that should be a very interesting book. I'll see if I can get a hold of that. All right. Okay, so yeah, let's go down to Was Christ the Prince of Peace? Yes, so, uh, Was Christ the Prince of Peace? Next, let's take up the belief of many that Christ came as the Prince of Peace. At the Passover, Christ, Yahweh, caused the attention of the disciples toward the need for to be armed for a probably confrontation with the Jews. There you go. Now he uses the word correctly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was quite... Uh, Adamite in telling them of the need to be able to defend themselves. Yeah, and that's happening again today, folks. Thanks to the, our Second Amendment, right? We have to arm ourselves against this assault on our race. Back to you. Yes. Yes. Um, and he said unto them, When I sent you without uh, purse and strip and shoes, Lacked ye anything? And they said, Nothing. Then said he unto them, But now, he that hath a purse, let him take it, and likewise his scrip. And he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. Yeah, that's something also that the churches don't read. Yeah. No, Jesus was a pacifist. <laughs> right? That's what we hear all the time. He loves everybody. Why would he want to support the Second Amendment? Yeah, he would. Yes. Uh, for I say unto you, that this that is written must yet be accomplished in me. And he was reckoned among the transgressors. For the things concerning me have an end. 
And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords. And he said unto them, It is enough. And this is from uh, Luke 22, 35 unto 38. Yes. So despite the fact that Yahweh intervenes in our lives against the Edomites from time to time, nevertheless, he has allowed this conflict to continue since Genesis 3.15 until it will be resolved in, uh, we're, very, we're very close to that resolution, <laughs> right? But in Revelation chapters 21 and 22, okay, where the Edomites will ultimately be totally annihilated. Back to you. Yes, and that's because of their own doing also. Sure. They will make us so angry. <laughs> yes, the wrath of the awakened Saxon. Yep, it's coming, folks. You can see it in the Canadian truck drivers. Yes, we will be red with anger. Amen. When everybody gets to know what they have been up to and what they are doing. Yeah. Yeah, when they find out COVID is a fraud, I can see I can see the anger boiling over. Yeah, and I look forward for that day. Yes. Uh, the Judeo-Christian preachers never say anything about this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because they don't understand a thing about it, and so avoid talking about it as if it were some unknown subject best left alone. I get so sick of hearing that uh, Christians are not supposed to defend themselves. Such teachings, teachings is not scriptural. It is the teachings of cowards. Yes. And traitors. Yes. And bracket. And most of those who cry out Christians are not um, to defend themselves from evil ones. Will fight to the death. Uh, so that a woman and a doctor can murder her baby in the womb and yeah. vote. And then, yep. and right. Yes. Yeah. That is true, that this day will for sure stand up for abortion and everything else. But to really be to be standing against, for example, COVID, you see in COVID, no, never. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, people are too easily deceived by smooth-talking Edomites. Yes, because they want, they don't want to go against the stream. That's right. Yeah, go with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Eventually, that flow goes over the dike, right? <laughs> or over the wall, like the Niagara Falls. Yeah. Then it's not so fun anymore. Then you. No, it's not so funny anymore. It's better to go up against the stream, and that will also make them much more muscles. That's right. So, to an almighty God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, they are traitors to him. Yeah, they are traitors, no, excellent. Yeah. No one has any objections to the blacks defending themselves, nor for the Jews to teach to every Jew a uh, uh, 22. But let a Christian defend himself, herself, that brings on all kinds of outcries from those who profess themselves to be such great Christians that they can um, re uh, primand their brothers and sisters. 
when in fact they are nothing of, of the sort and don't know what being a Christian is. Uh, correct, yeah. So it's obvious that the, the Judeos who spout this pacifism are doing so at the behest of the Jews so that we will not defend ourselves against the enemy. That's clearly what's going on. Okay. Yeah, and everybody else can defend themselves. Everybody else, I mean, just go to uh, It's Alive, where all the Jews have a weapon, where they have guns they want. Yeah. But if we had it, oh, no, you're not allowed to have that. And they also want to change our laws here so they can have guns, but not we. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's absurdistan. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, almost immediately after an attack on a Christian, criticism is leveled at that person who dares to defend him herself. Many times the police will admit that without such defense, the person could have been mugged, raped or worse. But the attack was cut short by the prompt action of a man or woman who fought back. Yet, our so-called religious leaders and other so-called Christians will take it upon themselves to condemn that act of defense. That's correct. It's amazing, but it's correct. Yeah, but it's insanity. It is. It truly is an insanity that, that you can't defend yourself, like you say to a lion or a, a wolf that can't defend themselves. Yeah. Now, I don't know what uh, the, the thinking is, that uh, somehow the kingdom will come devoid of Israelites <laughs> maybe uh, or devoid of Christians if we can't defend ourselves it's crazy yeah but it's, it's not Christianity yeah, it's not Christianity it's insanity yeah mainstream is yes that's total and that's a mental when you read it so oh, they're mental 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 <laughs> right they're yeah total brain dead and I also heard for example, I think I heard have heard Germans saying that they don't think they should have an army. No, should ah! have a weapon. Wow. No, not that. Put it into schools instead. Yeah, more brainwashing. Woohoo! Yeah, it's obvious that people spouting this nonsense want white Christians to die, and the white Christians are dumb enough to oblige them. Yeah, it's easy because you don't have any resistance. You get applauded mm. for it. Right. Um, it is, of course, inconsistent to condemn violence and then to condemn those who resist violence. One cannot weight the de defender in the same scales as the aggressor. The innocent have a right to protect themselves from the guilty. The law of God states, quote, If the thief is found breaking in and he is struck so that he dies, there shall be no guilt for his bloodshed. And quote. That is Exodus 22 2. And that law still applies in America. If a thief comes into your house, which is trespassing, okay, and attacks you, you can kill that person and not go to jail. Yeah, and that is, okay. according to that, it makes sense. That's, that's correct. I mean, if someone tried to break into you in the middle of the night and you're not able to defend yourself, it's crazy. I, I guess the Judeos think that that Christian goes to heaven <laughs> for, for not defending herself. 
or himself. Yeah, that well, must be what they believe. I think Yash you have something else to tell them when he they stands before. That's him. right. Yeah. If killing a thief is acceptable to God, then how much more would be the act of the brave young man or woman who shot back at the attacker and cut short their attack on them? Um, and there's a quote. Be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible, and fight for you, your brethren, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your uh, houses. End quote. That is from Nehemiah 4.14. What? Fight? Did it say fight for your race? Fight for your people? That's not modern Christianity. No, but everything modern is, is often satanic. It's, it's a lie, yeah. Yeah. That is the problem with people. They like the false, the lies. They like the, the modern one. Be modern. Don't treat that old stuff. Yeah. It's, it's really a, a disease, a mental disease, because they praise themselves for not being racist, right? And for being pacifist. They, they think it's wise to be such, okay? But that wisdom fails them when they are themselves attacked and can do nothing about it because that is their mindset that we should not yeah. defend ourselves. Yeah. It is then, insanity, period. Yeah. yeah, but then it's too late also. Yes. Um, okay, make no mistake about it. God is not a pacifist. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And then a bracket. Ezekiel 14, 21, and also Deuteronomy 32, 39-43. And bracket. Neither is Jesus a pacifist. And this is a bracket. Matthew 21, 12-13, and Luke 22, 36, and Revelation 14, 19-20, and 19-11-16. until 11 and 16. But you better not quote those passages in the Judeo church. They might just kill you. Yeah, for their, their thought, yeah. their righteous it, anger. They think. Right, yeah, because they're pacifists, right? <laughs> yeah, that's because you are pointing out their flaws. Yeah, they don't love you anymore if you point out their, their, their erroneous ways. Mm-hmm. Nor is the Bible a pacifistic document. And here's a bracket. Number 1, 2, 1, 2, 3, and Judges 3 and 2, 3, 2, and Psalms 144, 1, 2, and bracket. For Christ told us that he, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at um, variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And that is bracket. And uh, Matthew 10, 34-35. And bracket. And that is definitely happening today. Many of yeah. our families are being torn apart by disagreements about politics and religion. 
Yeah, and COVID also big, yep. big. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because it is so. I mean, if you just used your one of your brain cells, you would see it. <laughs> one Activate one brain cell, please. Yeah, that's enough to see yeah. it alive. Yeah, it should be. It's so easy to see. It's so easy to find it out. It's a real low-hanging fruit, but people <laughs> even right. try. Yeah. yeah. You can't walk under a tree without your head bumping into that low-hanging fruit, but they just ignore it. No, they die. They duck instead. Yeah. Because right. that is too unpleasant to come to realization that it doesn't exist. Yeah. There is no viruses. Right. So, but, yeah, I know, that's hard. It's very hard to admit that you have been lied to. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are six different words for, um, quote, kill, end quote, in the Hebrew. The Bible clearly distinguished between um, premeditated murder uh, and a bracket, which is what the sixth commandment forbids. Uh, and a quote, you shall do a new murder, and bracketing quote. Uh, accidental manslaughter, uh, killing an enemy in the heat of battle. The killing of animals, execution of criminals for capital offense, and self-defense. There's a lot of difference in those when I see them. Sure. And pacifist Christians are inconsistent Christians. They are double-minded, and the scripture states, quote, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, and pacifism is an unbiblical position. Um, God's word commands that murders be executed. And this is a bracket. Genesis 9, 6 and Exodus 21, 12 and 16. Leviticus 24, 17 to 22. And Numbers 35, 33 and bracket. Yeah, that would help so much in our society. Think about that. Those murders, rapers, pedophiles, send them back to Yahweh. He would take mm. care of them. Yeah. But no, we think we can, uh, can um, what do you say, make them adapt to the society, to try to convert them, trying to, yeah, sure. <laughs> right. That is just a Jewish, um, to make money out of them, or to this, of course, to, um, to be in odds with God's law. Yeah. I wonder how many of these Judeos preach to the guy who's thrusting a knife in their chest. They yeah, seem to think yeah. that they're preaching and save the world. Didn't save them. No. So, um, civil government is appointed to bear the sword. He is God's servant, an agent of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoers. And the end of that quote. And this is a bracket from Romans 13.4. The Judeo-Christian preachers, ministers, priests, or whatever they ca care to call themselves, in my opinion, are cowards and are afraid to preach the truth. They stand behind the pulpits and cry out that Christ was the uh, Prince of Peace and that we should not fight for Yahweh will do it for us. Yahweh told us to buy a sword. Arm yourself. Uh, these 
are in contrast to what he said previously when he told them to turning the other cheek. Yeah, when that turning other cheek is toward our brothers and sisters. Right. Not against evildoers. Yes. Amen. And bracket here, Matthew 5.39, and bracket. However, the Judeos overlook the fact that the earlier uh, teaching was aimed toward Israelite. It was a co uh, comment upon their unforgiveness that, uh, I don't know, Jews had brought into their midst by the lying, deceiving scribes. Yes. The Canites. Yes. Then they were Jewish, correct here. Exactly. Um, when Christ said that the, the two swords were enough to the Judeo-Christian's mind, that is a statement which does not compute to them. They simply don't understand it. And the bald priest in the pulpits, on television, and on radio will not explain to them. Well, they will never quote that passage. <laughs> they will never quote it. No, they may yeah. need the easy way out. It doesn't exist for them. Right. And yet, Christ, and uh, bracket, Yahweh, and bracket, told them that he could call angels to defend them if he wished. Think is do that I cannot now pray to my father, and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels. And that's a bracket, Matthew 26, 53, and bracket. Right, so why didn't he? Well, because his first advent was to be the sacrifice for Israel's old sins. Okay, previous sins. And that was, what, and that was the prophecy of the Messiah. He had to fulfill that first, okay? But next time he will come bearing a sword <laughs> and the wrath of Yahweh. Back to you. Yes. He won't be that, uh, he won't be that lamb. That yeah. Uh, you cannot expect Joel Osteen to preach a sermon on that subject. No, that fly against him and his race because I think he is an Edomite. Oh, of course he is. Okay, let's go into John 3.16. It is not biblical. Is it biblical? Sorry. Question, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we find this in the original New Testament. Um, see, authentic New Testament. Footnote. While much that was in his documentary source, and uh, bracket, the memories of John the priest, and bracket, has been... Um, adapted by the Greek author to bring the text into line with his ideas. As here, some passage, largely by way of commentary, commentary stand out as his um, distinctive contribution. Whenever possible, attention has been drawn to these, as in this instance, and some have been placed below the main body of the text and in slightly smaller type. The present passage is John um, 3, 16 until 21, a bracket. This passage has been so placed by the translator. And okay. okay, so he's saying that some character by the name of John the priest inserted or composed verse uh, 316 and inserted it into the Gospel of John. He, he's, he's arguing that the entire verse is fraudulent. Back to you. Yeah, and here it has uh, the from the Ferrar Fenton Bible translation has the following in bracket indicating that the verses 
was added by the translator at some point in time. Interesting. I had never heard this argument before. It may be true. Yeah, so here is the bracket. <laughs> bracket. For God so loved the world that he gave the only begotten Son, so that everyone believing in him should not be lost, but having eternal life. For God did not send his Son to the world that he might condemn the world, but that he might save the world through him. And bracket. And ends with John 3 21. Yeah, that sounds very pacifistic. <laughs> you believe in him. You don't do anything. You only need to believe in him. Yeah. Uh, he died peacefully or without resistance, right? So why shouldn't we? Yeah. And it's only that. Yeah, that sounds very pacifistic when you think about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's masochistic, right? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, it's like you don't need to do anything. You only have to believe in him, then you are saved. Yeah, yeah. But faith without work is dead. Amen. Therefore, it would ap appear that all the verses from John 3, 16 forward to John 3, 21 were added. It appears that John 3, 16 was not in, in the original um, Gutenberg Bible. You can see for yourself at the following URL. Okay, very interesting. Okay. And this is also then, love not the world. Um, this is a quote. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. End quote. And that's a bracket from First John 2.15. End bracket. Yeah, and uh, this is very interesting because I would say modern Christianity is very much involved in the world, okay? The, the so-called uh, charity of the big corporations, okay? Christians, modern Christians pride themselves on being involved in all these charities. However, these charities are run by Edomites. And they don't benefit anybody, <laughs> right? And all these television appeals, donate money to Africa because there are people starving. What? How much of that money actually gets to starving Africans? Probably no. none. Yeah. They found out ways to kill us instead with this Amen. old stuff. Yeah, so the, yeah, that's a great point. The very uh, black Africans we're feeding wind up in America and kill us. Yes. It's the only way to kill us. That's the yeah. only thing it's about. Yeah. Uh, if this is true, and we believe that it is, then why would Yahweh say that he so loved the world? We don't believe that he would do so. Now, the question that was put forth, that so many began jumping up and down because it was even suggested that John 3.16 should not be in the Bible. Quote, for what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? And quote, and this is a bracket, Matthew 16, 26. We also have the testimony of Luke. And I quote, take heed to yourself, lest at any time your heart be overcharged um, with um, um, surfeiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that 
that they come upon you unawares. Yeah, certainly there'd be materialism, you know, uh, accumulating stuff, okay, in this life, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, you know, material goods that so many of our people fall into, right? Yes. And we still call themselves Christians, <laughs> right? Okay. Um, for as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always, that ye may be accounted worthy to escape all the things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man, and quote. And this is from uh, bracket, Luke 21, 34-36, and bracket. Yeah, and then they will go and hear sermons by Joe Osteen, and give that millionaire more millions, <laughs> right? Talk about insanity. Yeah, he tells them the smooth world. Amen. And pray for my pocket, whatever they <laughs> Right. So, yeah, they like to hear that. Yeah, well, because he promised them that they will have what? Uh, a, a prosperous life in this world. But the Bible doesn't teach that we're going to have tribulation in this world. Yeah. That's what, that's what the Bible really teaches. Okay. Yeah. We should not have an easy going, yeah, and yeah. we are on the wrong side. Yeah, it's a battle, it's a fight, it's a war between the two seed lights. Yes, if you're aware of it. Amen. And that's what we're here for. James, James said, uh, quote, Know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. And and quote and there's a bracket James four four and bracket. In Colossians we are told, quote, set your affections on things above, not on things on earth. And quote, and this is from Colossians three two. Mm -hmm. Yet John three sixteen is a direct contradiction to the above verses. Quote. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth him should not perish but have everlasting life. End quote. Yeah, that is. That is in contradiction. God did not love the world. No, not, not the, the outside world of non Israelites. Yeah. Okay. So there's more to be said about this, but. Uh, because you know, we take the position that the word world, and he's getting into it here uh, briefly, it does not mean the planet, it means the society. So which society are you actually talking about in this verse? Okay. So, he gave, to, uh, to whom did Yahshua come, Michael? To the, lost, to the lost tribes of the house of Israel and Judah. Uh, to Israel, yeah. yeah. Not to the world, not to the outside world, exclusively to Israel. Yes. Okay. Yeah, back to you. To our people. Amen. I came only for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Yeah. That's what he said. And that is not either so often told. No, no, they never quote those verses. <laughs> right. Instead, this one is so much quoted. For God so loved the world. Yeah, no, he didn't yeah. love it. No, he didn't. He still doesn't. Never will. It's going to be destroyed. Yeah. 
Um, okay, therefore we must uh, re research the world, world, quote, world, and see what it actually means. So here is from the strong concordance for the world. Strong concordance, and this is uh, um, the word 2889, it is cosmos. And uh, probably from the basis, base of 2865, ordinary arrangement, i.e. Uh, the coordination by implications, the world, and a bracket, in a wide or narrow sense, including its in inhabitants, literally or figuratively. Yeah, so it's not, it's not a reference to the planet in any way, it's, it's, it's talking about society, okay? So, but sometimes it could be talking about non-Israelite society, but most of the time it is Israelite society. Okay? And that's what verse 316 is actually referring to, is Israelite society, not the entire world. Back to you. Yes. Okay. So, now also have the world strong concordance 2865. Um, comiso, uh, from a, a primary uh, comio. And the bracket to tend, take care of, and the bracket properly to provide for, i.e., bracket by implications, and bracket to carry off, and the bracket as if uh, from harm, genitive case obtained, and bracket to rescue, yeah, yes. Um, and then we have some uh, the from the same from Thayer's definitions. Of uh, 2889 Cosmos 1 an apt and harmonized arrangement or constitution order government number two ornament decoration adornment that is the arrangement of the stars the heavenly host as the ornament of the heavens okay this is probably the definition from which we get cosmos meaning the universe Right? Yes. Definition number two. Mm -hmm. And that's from First Peter 3 3. Number three, the world, the universe. Four, the circle of the earth, the earth. Five, the inhabitants of earth, men, the human race. Six, the ungodly multitude, the whole mass of men alienated from God and therefore hostile to the cause of Christ. Now, is this the world that John 3.16 is talking about? That, that Yahweh loves this world here? The ungodly multitude? No, he probably <laughs> liked the, the more this, what do you say? Maybe more the his um, us. Yeah. So this word, cosmos, has all the difficulties of the word Gentile because the, many of the definitions contradict each other, right? So you have to carefully choose what could that verse possibly mean, assuming it's legitimate, even though Willie Martin assumes it's illegitimate, okay? It could not possibly mean num definition number six, the ungodly multitude. But Dude. maybe number one, would you say yes. the hard arrangement or constitution? Amen. Constitution of Israel. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. probably the one I believe in. Yes. That's the only possible definition. Yeah. Yeah. And then number seven, the world affairs, the aggreg uh, aggregate of things earthly, 
the whole circle of earthly god, goods, endowments, riches, advantage, pleasures, etc., which although hollow and frail and fleeting stir desire, seduce from God and are uh, obstac obstacles to the cause of Christ. Yeah. yeah. Well, number seven for him, I think. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the rich man that asked Jesus, you know, what, what do I have to do to be saved, to get to heaven? He said, get rid of all your stuff. <laughs> right? And follow me. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's too, too much to ask. Yeah, but you don't yeah. have to literally give it all away, just you know, regard it for what it's worth. You know, you want to have a comfortable life. You want to, you know, you don't want to be poor, right? And you don't want to have a grumbling stomach and be starving. But, uh, you know, just recognize that Yahweh is the source of your uh, prosperity, not this world. Okay? Always yes. keep that fact in mind. Back to you. Yeah, he is the one who gives us everything. That's right. Number eight, any aggregate or general collections of uh, particular of any sort. Okay, so stuff. <laughs> it means stuff, all right? Okay, um, what a wide disparity of definitions. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And okay. 316 were, 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 were part of the Bible. I would say definition number one is the only one that I could agree with. Yeah, exactly. And A, the Gentiles as, as contrasted to the Jews. Yeah, but it's a wrong word. Jew, not Jew here. Judahites, I guess. Right, right. And the bracket, Romans 11, 12, etc. And bracket. B, you, uh, used of believers only. And that is John 1, 29, uh, 3, 16, 3, 17, 6, 33, 12, 47, 1 Corinthians 4, 9, 2 Corinthians 5, 19. Yeah, but which believers of what race? It could only be Israelites, right? That's the only way they could be used, because all the other races believe do not believe in Yahshua Messiah. They have their own gods. Okay, again, it's the definitions of words and their false uses that that, that any Judeo Christian actually believes that uh, John three sixteen means the entire world including all the evil people in it. No way. <laughs> no way. All right. Yes, okay. So here we also have then uh, the word world in various definitions, 2865. Um, commiso. One, to care for, to take care of, to provide for. Second, to take up or carry away in order to care for and preserve. Three, to uh, carry away, to bear off. Four, to carry, to bear, to bring to, to carry away for oneself, to carry off what is one's own, to bring back. And A, to receive, to obtain the promised blessings. B, to receive what was previously one's own, to get back, to receive uh -huh. back, to recover. I like that definition. To get back what was stolen from you. <laughs> we, we, commiseration. We can see that the English word commiseration comes from this Greek word commiso. Back to you. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, does it me make sense that Yahweh will tell us that he loved world affairs, the aggregate of things earthly, 
the whole circle of earthly goods. The United Nations, <laughs> right? Advantages, pleasures, etc., which, although hollow and frail and um, fleeting, stir desire, seduce from God, and are obstacles to the cause of Christ. No, I didn't think he loved those stuff. Uh, world, quote, world is also associated with mankind. Christ said of his disciples, um, quote, ye are the light of the world, end quote. And this is from Matthew 5.14. Often world is used to indicate, quote, the men of this world, end quote, who are said to lie in wickedness. Um, Ephesians 2, 2, 1 John 5, 19. The men are called, quote, uh, the world, end quote. Not only because they compose the greater part of the world's populations, but mainly because they pursue and cherish the things of this world. The psalmist describes these men, quote, as having their portion in this life, end quote. And this is from Psalm 1714. Yeah, materialism, yes. Yeah, and isn't it said that they, is it also said that they had their reward? Yeah. But you uh, can't take it with you. <laughs> right? No. <laughs> but as they probably had their reward here in this yeah. life, so. And the Jews want to take it from us because they're trying to get rid of the inheritance laws, which apply exclusively to Israel, okay? So they can steal the inheritance of our children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, quote, world may also denote the fleeting character of a life's riches and pleasures and the f folly of man making them of central importance in life. Will a person gain anything if he wins the whole world but loses his life? And this is from Matthew 16:26. No, he will be miserable still because we see a lot of rich people that are still miserable even if they yeah, have that's a That's right. Yeah, how many songs have been written about uh, people who gained fame and fortune and are still miserable? Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, because they don't have God. They don't have Yahweh. They don't have Yahshua. No, they're empty. Yeah. yeah, empty. Yeah, very good. They try to fill it up with other stuff, with earthly yeah. stuff. That's why they're empty and always rushing for new stuff. Yep, yep. And, and none of it satisfies them. That is mm -hmm. horrible to have that way. Because now you don't feel that. You don't need to rush yeah. for new things. You are, you are happy as you are. Yeah, yeah. You have three hats in a cot. You know, food on the table and uh, a place to live that Yahweh has provided us. And, uh, you know, and uh, especially one another. We have the Israelite community to rely upon when we're in trouble, when we're in real trouble, right? <laughs> you need friends, real friends, Israelite friends. Back to you. Real friends, exactly. Mm -hmm. Not yeah. made beliefs that will run away if you say that COVID is a lie. Yeah. Yeah, well, but you can always go to the Jew bank and borrow money. Yeah, and then <laughs> they will get you somehow. Oh, man. They will cancel the loan and take everything from you. <laughs> That's right. 
And people say they haven't happened before, but I think that will happen that they cancel the loans. They give yeah. me the money. It's called the stock market. Oh, I can't pay. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, I can't pay. Yeah, sorry. Sell your house. For them, I, I see that in front of me also that they will do that. Oh, for sure. Uh, so now, John 3.16 makes even less sense. And it certainly appears that it does not belong in the Bible, or men have been inter um, preaching it in error for a long period of time. Yes. It would appear that John 3.16, like the rest of the Bible, is making reference only to the Israelites in the world, not to all mankind. Amen. That is a uh, very cogent statement here. That's correct. If it's, yes, yes. If it's uh, legit, then that's the only possible interpretation. Yes, Correct. and that's what we said with, with the interpretation number one about. That was the only one that could make sense. Yes. When reading John 3.16, seldom does the Judeo-Christian clergy mention the following verse. Quote, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. End okay. quote. Again, this can only be the Israelite world. Otherwise, it contradicts all the other, the entirety of the gospel. Yeah. Yeah, and if it contradicts the scriptures, then it's wrong. Yeah. The Great Commission, when Yahshua sent the uh, uh, apostles out, go not unto the Samaritans, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Yes. Very clear exactly. instructions, yeah. It is. And that's also what we should do. Yes. Okay, and this was a quote from John 3.17. This is very clear. If men of Yahweh will only look with their eyes open and not closed by the lying, deceiving Judeo-Christians clergy, that John is speaking of the Israelites who were, even then, scattered all over the earth. He is not speaking of the blacks, Chinese, and other races or people. He is speaking only of the world of Israelites. Amen and amen. Thank you, yeah, Willie. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, but men will deny this because their eyes have been blinded um, to the truth, as the scriptures say. Yes, quote, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposed and exalted himself above all that is called good, God, or that is worshipped, so that he is God, sitting in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth, letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And okay. All right, so ultimately the scales will fall from our eyes and we will see the truth. We will see who is this person who uh, behaves as if it were God. The Rothschilds maybe? Something very hideous, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hideous, a hideous God <laughs> for sure, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, 
and that they, they are acting as gods because they have determined that they have the right to eliminate anybody they choose. Bill Gates yeah, fits, that, yeah. fits that definition too. Fauci, right? The entire eugenicist movement. They, they reserve the right to exterminate you uh, if they please. Uh, can you imagine any greater evil? Uh, we talked earlier about the abortion industry. Who's behind it? The Jews, Bill Gates, Bill Gates Sr. Okay, etc., etc. So, but not people don't connect the dots. They don't see who's behind all this. Because why? Because their Judeo pastors tell them, well, the Jews are God's chosen people. They can't be evil. Okay? That's the logic they believe in. All right, are you there? Oh, yeah. I'm still oh, there. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, yes, and yeah, that they. I don't know, they are too blue-eyed <laughs> and too brain-dead. Yeah, right, blue-eyed. For people who don't know Swedish, blue-eyed means... Uh, what, what's, what's the best definition? Uh, gullible, right? Yeah, gullible. Uh, yeah. And that's a Swedish way to say gullible people, people that believe what people say, you know, they're right. good-hearted. Yep. So, do, do, okay. Good-hearted and slow-brained. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So, and then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of the mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all powers and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. For this cause, God shall send them strong delusions that they shall believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Can okay. you say COVID? Uh, yes, that's the that's how you spell strong delusion. C O V I D, right? Yes, and it's as we said before, so easy to see through it. So hmm. easy. Yeah. Uh, okay, we fall well realize that many will say we are the ones deceived, not them, but you be the judge. If we are explaining this, and most will deny it, and we know that most are deceived, who is telling the truth? It is those who are few in numbers whom the masses will deny. Yeah, um, because people always want to be in the, what do you say, in the herd, and the herd is often deceived. Many people who claim to be Christians don't know the meaning of the world, for they think all they have to do is run down to the altar and, and, and bow down on their knees and pray, and that is accepting Joshua as their savior. It is not, for they will go out and not think about church again for the next week when they <laughs> attend church again. Oh, by the way, the Super Bowl is later today. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
I'm so uninterested in sports. Well, that, that's probably why they push it to 4 o'clock. By that time, all the Christians will be home to watch it, right? <laughs> yeah, so uninterested in, in sport. That is just a waste of time. Oh, and the, the, the Olympics in China are an absolute disaster. Nobody is watching it. Nobody. Yeah, and that is good. Yes. That's a blessing. Amen. Not supporting communist China. That's our worst enemy. Yes. And we give away our production to them. We cannot even make our own clothes. Right? We do it in China. Or computer uh, parts, right? <laughs> yeah, everything. It's yeah. in China. It's our enemy. That's insanity. But they gave us COVID. Yeah, and they gave they gave those uh, those white people. Oh, you can make some extra buck if you send all the production to China. Right. It's good. You make more money. That's how they got our people. Yeah. Yeah, by killing our jobs and sending them to a cheaper labor market. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but that's insanity for me. It is more insanity. Oh yes, some will listen to the television preacher, or listen to the radio preacher, never knowing that these people are not teaching them a thing, but are only um, regulating a political correct sermon from Regur some... The word is regurgitating. Regurgitating. It means to throw up. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> vomiting. Yeah. Vomiting a political correct sermon. Sermon from uh, some uh, book or set of books. Therefore, they have wasted that much time listening to them because they have not learned anything about Yahweh's word or his laws, statutes, and judgment. Yet, they will listen to these same television evangelists and radio evangelists tell them that Yahweh's law had been done away with, which is, is a bold-faced lie. They have not been done away with. For if they had, then there would be no more sin. And if there were, there were no sin, then Yeshua died in vain. That's well, correct. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, they're willing to take uh, man's law and be and spend the rest of their lives in jail, right? They're willing to accept that law. Yeah, and also to to go on the when it's a mandate. Right. <laughs> what a man is dating you to do. Man date. Right, yeah, right. That's sodomy, though. <laughs> Sorry. I give myself 20 demerits for that one. <laughs> All right, okay. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Here's a quote. Whosoever commits a sin transgresses also the law. For sin is a transgression of the law. Uh, no, no, that doesn't make any sense to me, Michael. I mean, can you repeat that? What, what does that mean? Whosoever commits a sin transgresses also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. And this statement was made after the cross. Right? Yeah. Okay? Yeah, but uh, we are not permitted to do sins uh, after it. That's mm -hmm. the sin of past sins. That's what right. we're given. Um, and this is from 1 John 3, 4. Therefore, if the laws of Yahweh have been done away with, then what law are the sinners breaking in order to have 
to be saved from their sins. No, it is not possible for the law to be done away with. And any preacher or teacher that tells you that is a liar and the truth is not in him. It's a lot of them. Yep. A lot of them. Amen. Quote, it's so refreshing okay. to hear the truth be told plainly. Thank you. Thank you, Willie Martin. Yes, it is. It's refreshing. Yes. Okay, a couple more sentences here. We're almost out of time. Yeah. Uh, quote, He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. And Amen. Quote, Amen. Yes. And that quote, in the bracket, First John 2, 4. And the last then. We know, yes, from observation, that it is the Jews who love the world. Amen. They do. Moolah. <laughs> Filthy lucre. Money. Yeah. And all the material goods, gold, silver, and things of value. Yet, they are the ones who will be totally destroyed in the end by God's servant race. The Anglo-Saxon, Germanic, Scandinavian, Celtic, Nordic, Slavic, and kindred people of the so-called Christian nation of the West. Okay, can you see see the storm clouds brewing, Michael? The, uh, what's going to happen in Canada when these honest white people try to defend themselves against the COVID mandates? It's coming, folks. The end is here. We don't have to wait very long for the second coming. Let it, let it sooner than later. All right, Michael, thank you. Great show and uh, great teaching by Willie Martin. Thanks for listening, everybody. Praise Yahweh, pass the admonition. See you next time. Bye-bye. Y'all bless you all. Bye. Bye-bye.